<laughs> I'll even take your Winston if you got one. Got you before you're ready. Don't chug his junk rat. Yeah, my son would hate you for that. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Is this hey, thing welcome on? Welcome <laughs> to another episode of the Alter Ego Podcast. With me, as always, Cyborg Mark. How are you, my friend? Good. Ryan, what nickname do we have for you? The guy that barely shows up. Guy that barely shows up, or the guy that doesn't want to read said thing. Yeah, I ain't watching. Or that. watch. <laughs> That's what you changed my name to. We changed I his name in the gr- in the group chat. To, I'm not watching that. <laughs> to be fair, you can't blame me. Like, I can. No, you can't. Oh, I can. Well, you can, but you'd be wrong too. Guilty. You you think I'm guilty of that? No, he's and, guilty. And after this week, you guys Jeez. are really gonna hate me. Oh no, we're not gonna hate you. I might have to sit outside for podcasts from now on. Your opinion's your own, man. Spoiler alert, Ryan didn't like WandaVision. <laughs> surprise, yeah. surprise. Not that I didn't like it. Oh, what 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 was it then? We'll, I'll, we'll, I'll give you the we'll chance. We'll discuss it when we get yeah. there. Wow. Okay. And there we go. You know who else wants to discuss it when they get there? Ford Supply Company. <laughs> I just hand it to Mark. He's looking at me like, uh, oh, my God. No. This episode of Alter Ego is sponsored by Ford Supply Company, makers of all-natural and organic soaps for men with scents like Tropical Teakwood, Citrus IPA, Cypress Pine, Transient Road Scum, Blood Spurt, Butt Nickel, and so many more. Visit their website at FordSupply.com to order online and use promo code ALTEREGO to get 10% off your order. Ford Soap. Real soap. No bullshit. And follow them on the gram. And follow them on Instagram. You know what else isn't bullshit? And Facebook. What? The additions of beard oil and beard balm to the collection. I actually got some of their beard oil, and I still use it. Not beard oil, beard balm. You'd have to free preview. I got to get some of that oil. I got to talk to my Ford Supply guy. (laughs) Supply guy. Yeah. You know who else needs to talk to their supply guy? Tony Anello's? You. (laughs) Oh. Do I? Yeah. For what? For when you take somebody out to Tony and Nello's. <laughs> Southern Italian Cuisine and Grill is a hidden gem that's family-owned and operated on the outskirts of St. Petersburg at 1136 Manelas Bayway, South Tierra Verde, Florida. This is a must-try for a homemade Italian lunch or dinner. Just remember to bring your appetite because the portions are very generous. Call for a reservation today at 727-867-3577 and check out tonyandnello's.edu. Oh, they teaching no, people it's now. It's dot com. It's dot com. They'll teach you about some Italian food. You'll, You'll learn, learn today. real quick. You're going to learn today. <laughs> learn about that cannelloni. Yeah. yeah. We're overdue yeah. for some Tony Anello's. Yeah, we are. We are overdue you for You guys some end Tony up going Anello's. there for Valentine's Day? Uh, Yes, we did, actually. Yeah. It was fantastic. We were idiots and didn't make a reservation. I have a feeling you didn't need a reservation. Oh, we did actually. Oh, it no. was uh, it was quite the scene. A lot of people there, quite delicious. But yeah, you got that VIP status, man. How are you not getting in there? No, I got the VIP status, but we were able to get a table, and it was it was super crowded. But it wasn't our normal walk in, sit down, right? Like gotcha. there was a line, there's a bunch of people. But either way, thank you so much to Tony and Nello's, Laura, Nello, Tony. For uh, for accommodating us as always, and I I think I had something new. No, here's what happened. I tried to order something new, and I just said, uh, you know, um, give me a small portion. You reverted back. Well, I said, give me. I said, give me a small portion. I don't really want you know, like to go crazy on the pasta. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and they apparently wrote my name on the ticket, and Nella was Scooping not pasta. not having that. <laughs> He's like, oh, small portion, so one box. Got it. <laughs> and I don't know. How, so that's one thing I want to know. I want to get into his kitchen, right? How does he make all that pasta and it's all perfect? You know? like It's an art form. It is. He's got to know exactly what he's doing, clearly. Because if I make pasta, some of it might be a little chewy. Some of it might be on the undercooked side. I don't know. If I made that much of it, I feel like I'd F some of it up. Hmm. I don't know. Pasta is pretty easy, but... He's been doing it for so long. Yeah. It's in the bloodline. Yes. Yes, it is in the bloodline. So uh, let's get right into it, shall we? Little news roundup here for your Monday. How's everybody doing? Good? Good? 
Good. Still good. 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 Yeah, I'm great. We miss Megan. She'll be back with us sooner than later. She left us. But uh, no, she did not leave us. She found Megan. a better family. The Ford is being held down currently. She's starting her own podcast. That's right. <laughs> Don't say that because people will say, like, oh, forget Alter Ego. We're going to listen Megan's to her. Podcast. <laughs> Megan, come back. We need the viewership. Yeah. 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 Uh, so let's go into a little bit of news. Somebody's got to do some oh, research. Yeah. Right. It's her. <laughs> it's she oh, she it's comes in with her. pages and pages, and we're like, we love you. His costume is red. Yeah. That's all it's I got. The magic hammer. He throws the, I don't know. I mean, I'll open up the Google and I'll glance That's at it for do. a second. That's what we do. Stephen Strange, he does spells, whatever. I don't know. Wispy magic. Captain America, he throws his shield, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> How's it work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's Black Panther. He wears a black suit. He looks like a panther. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Iron Man, I don't know. He's Iron Man. I don't know. <laughs> And that's what you come here what for. What else you got? The facts. Daredevil? I don't know. He wears the red. He's Daredevil. I don't know. I think he's blind. I don't know. He's blind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of an assumption. I think he's blind. What's up with Hawkeye? He shoots arrows. I don't know. He's cool. He wears purple. <laughs> Does he have a hawk? I don't think so. I don't think he has a hawk. Pretty sure he doesn't. That's Falcon. Yeah. And he's got large talons. I don't know. We need a Falcon Hawkeye team up. There we go. The Bird Boys. The Bird Boys. Bird Squad. And, uh, you know, he just Call shoots the flock. Falcon. Yeah, oh, oh, wow. What other bird serial or superheroes Cere- are serial killers? <laughs> uh, Isn't there a bird man, uh, too? There's Vulture. No. Vulture. Okay, yeah, we can reform him. Okay, yeah. yeah, we reformed Vulture. Uh, but, uh, there's no eagle? No, there should be. Yeah. New character. What the if bald somebody was eagle. like, I'm the pelican. <laughs> he just scoops up and he just has like that big gullet. fat <laughs> under chin. That's all he has. Hey man, yeah. Pelicans are, <laughs> are creepy looking. I do not like pelicans. Yeah. He just the face pigeon. Pl- his superpowers he can face plant into the water, come up with a fish. <laughs> That's oh. how he catches villains. They're the just one time, away. Yeah, the one time Dr. Doom shows up and pelican man just. <laughs> Archangel maybe? Does he count? Oh, he's got wings. Okay, he's got okay, wings. Okay. Throw him in there. Yeah. Uh, well, geez, we're not counting all the flyers. That's way too many to count. I'm trying to think of anybody else bird themed. Yeah. I think oh, that's it. Is there Pigeon Man? Pigeon? There's Squirrel Girl, but there's no Pigeon Man. Yeah. I know she there is a love superhero called the Walrus. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Now we're just getting into animals. Now in we're general. just being stupid. Then we get Wolverine and Black Panther, and our list is stupid now. Yeah, cheetah. <laughs> wrong, uh, wrong universe. Oh, okay. Man. So we're talking about a little bit more news. Last week we talked about Aliens Fire Team mm-hmm. a little bit, and the more I look at it, and the more I see it, it's starting to look more and more like uh, Left for Dead, like we talked about. Mm. They released the six different types of xenomorphs that you can run into in this game. And I did post it to our Facebook with all the pictures of them as well, so be sure to check it out. Got it off of IGN. Uh, didn't get it exclusively or anything like that, but I figured it would be cool to talk about. And the first one, like we talked about um, the boomer from Left for Dead where he blows up and, mm-hmm. you know, tracks stuff. The first one is a burster. <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, cool. Well, we're you guys really... nailed it. So here it is. But this is a little bit different, but not really. When they're slain, their bodies explode into lethal pools of acid. The species they gestate within is not yet known, but likely indigenous to redacted. Ooh, spooky. Where's redacted? Yeah, where is redacted? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? I think you I don't know. know. I think you know. Okay. Classified. The <laughs> next one, which I don't know why this is the the second one, but uh, drones, which are your typical xenomorphs, mm. the ones, the iconic ones that you. I seen was imagining little tiny drones flying around with xenomorph yeah. heads. <laughs> 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 uh, drones are opportunistic hunters known for their ability to navigate air shafts seemingly too small for them. Well, come on, they're little skinny little dudes. Mm. I like how that's their specialty. This outer space alien that is a lethal killer is really good at air shafts. It's very diehard. Yeah. (laughs) This apex predator sticks to your ventilation system. 
John McClane versus his only the his only weakness is an HVAC technician. <laughs> hey, let's get together. We'll have a few words. <laughs> Uh, the next one is Praetorians. Praetorians are extraordinarily difficult to kill with a bulletproof armored headplate used for ramming charges. Nice. So, okay, that one's going to ram you when you're in with your group. No, you don't know so that. So you just know that when one of those shows up, you've got to fan out, and whoever that alien decides to pick on, you've got to help them out and just obliterate this thing from the side. Sorry, I don't mean to teach strategy here. You better be a tank. Step you, in front of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, depending on your class, which they didn't post anything about the classes yet, I don't think. Prowlers. Oh, my gosh. Prowlers prefer to leap on top of their prey from close range, knocking them to the ground to be clawed or bitten. Mm. Guarantee they're going to come in on a ceiling, too. Yeah. What is it? They're, they're, they're just going to jump on top of you and knock you down, and, and that's going to be a pain in the ass. Your friends are going to have to get you off. That's pretty much it. Runners. Ooh. Runners are pack hunters. Preferring to attack in large groups who charge in at high speed to swipe prey with their claws. Not cutting words. They're not going to come in and go, hmm, wouldn't have worn that shirt with those pants. <laughs> I like how these all sound like development names. Like, what Jalene is that? That's the runner. Yeah. Like, it's not the finalized name, but it is. And, and then you get these guys that are like video game producers and they get them in front of the camera for the second time in their life to talk to the crowd. <laughs> And they mean to sound excited. They're like, and we're talking about this one. This one's called The Runner. And now, what's really cool about him, do I sound like that guy already? A little bit. Anyway, little bit. moving on. They run real fast. Up next, and this one really doesn't sound like that, Spitters. What do you think they do? <laughs> Another development name. Yeah. <laughs> Though they have vicious claws and teeth, Spitters dispatch most foes by projecting streams of powerful acid from glands inside their mouths. We knew that. Is the next yeah. one boss alien? There is no next one, but I was actually kind of disappointed not to see a queen. Yeah. But oh, I have a feeling a queen. the queen is going to be, you has know, your be. final boss. He has to be. He has to be. It's gotta be. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Shall we? Michael B. Jordan has announced he's going to direct Creed 3. Nice. I so. never saw them. I, I hope they're seen actually good. I any, haven't seen them though. I haven't seen anything after uh, Rocky Two. It's weird because that's the one where he goes the distance. That's the one where he finally fights Apollo Creed and beats him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't remember the Rocky movies too well. They all so kind of Rocky. Rocky. Oh, he does an expedition honest. against Apollo. Apollo doesn't take him seriously, and it's an exhibition. So the fight just goes the distance, and they're really surprised. The second one. They bring Rocky in, Apollo takes him seriously, and Rocky ends up beating him in an actual title fight. And that's uh, Mr. T, right? No, that's Clubber Lane. That's okay. that's uh, Rocky Four. I don't know. Where's Mr. T at? Rocky Four? Yeah. yeah. Three is three Ivan is Drago. Drago, where Apollo Creed is killed. If he dies, he dies. If he dies. He dies. Okay. So he says it. Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Yeah. Big fan of the show, Dolph. We love you, buddy. <laughs> Uh, I, I saw one that I've got to go back to because I'm super excited about it. Well, I'm not going to go to it yet, Mark. Oh, I'm going to okay. come back to it after said, the I'm other I'm going to go to it. I thought it was present tense. I'm going to go back to it. Uh, Canada. What's filming? <laughs> Season three's uh, The Boys. Amazon series The Boys is filming in Canada right now. Hmm. Where did they film before? Was well, it Canada? I don't think it was Canada, no. Hmm. It's probably in Atlanta. Everything's filmed in Atlanta now. Yeah, I know. Atlanta and L.A. I hope to see uh, Wayne in uh, yeah. dairy appearance. Wayne! <laughs> Wayne! What are you doing, Wayne? <laughs> oh, not so bad in you. Oh, yeah. I love that show so much. It really is a good show. Uh, okay, here's, here's something that, that's not going to surprise anybody ever. Uh, Disney Plus has already surpassed 100 million subscribers in under two years. That is crazy. I don't believe you. No, that was pretty much their plan. Yeah. They to, did it, to people. To take over? Mm -hmm. They did it, people. Yeah. So you only pay $7.99 for it. 
Well, and here's the thing too: the eighteen dollars or whatever it is for fucking Netflix. Yeah. Well, Netflix keeps going up because they understand that they're winning, and so uh, what they've done. Well, I don't know if their days are numbered anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I think that gap is getting smaller by the day. They've started to uh, kick up their subscription prices, and Disney Plus is doing the same thing. Oh, they're going to do it in about two years. Yeah. Because no, it's already done. They've already sent us an email saying, "By the way, your subscription dollar right something minimal." Oh yeah. I figured it'd end up being ten bucks. Well, I mean, three years. something significant in a couple of years, but what, possibly it might just be me. But I'm my Netflix app has not been opened in like two months. I really. use it sparingly, to be quite I got, honest. I got Peacock, I got Hulu, and I have Disney Bro, Plus, and that pretty Peacock. much yeah, Hulu, takes over everything. Hulu is starting to slowly uh, drip away from Netflix. Yeah. It has a few shows that I still like, like food shows and stuff, like mm-hmm. the Chef Show mm-hmm. uh, with John Favreau. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Roy Choi is the mm-hmm. chef that he does all that stuff with. I watched that show. My mom does too. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It looks so yeah. good. And the beautiful yeah. thing about that show, which I, I hope more and more shows start adopting, is that it's more relatable to the common person out there in the world, mm-hmm. right? Like one of the first episodes, they make something and they go, this sucks. We messed it up. <laughs> we screwed up. And I'm like, Finally. Somebody said it. Finally. Yeah. It's not one of these pro chefs to go in. It's going to come out perfectly just like this every time. Mm-hmm. You know just what I mean? Follow my direction. Nothing makes me cookbook. more angry when it's like, oh, we're going to do some really easy ingredients that everybody can do. So first thing we're going to do is take the canines of a baby seal. We're going <laughs> to grind those down. Oh, I it's got like, that in the fridge. Wait, what? What we're going to take is the uh, gooch of a lioness. And we're going to pan fry that really quick. You can get this at any local butcher. What? Mm-hmm. I remember. Okay. So I remember once I haven't been cooking for long. I've only been like really trying to cook for about three years. Mm-hmm. And I remember I made one recipe and I went and bought all the shit for it. Mm-hmm. And it was super, it was like $27 for all the ingredients. I'm like, this right. is ridiculous. <laughs> but the thing that got me was it called for garlic paste, mm-hmm. which was nine bucks at Publix. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. Garlic not, paste. For one ingredient, I need nine. I can buy garlic for a lot cheaper than this. Yes. So I bought cloves it. and cloves of garlic and just mince it yourself. Fast forward a little bit. The recipe did not come out very good. And oh, no. I was very mad that I had a whole tube of garlic paste in my fridge after this. You didn't know what you were going to do with I'm it. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Every time you opened it, there's that garlic paste. I had to throw it out eventually. I'm like, this has got to go. <laughs> it's taunting me. It's time to move on, garlic paste. What I did. Okay, so recently we got uh, Discovery Plus. Yeah. Which my fiance is a big fan of the Gaines family. Joanna and Chip. I don't know what that is. They're, uh, they're, fixer they're Upper. I thought she watched. They are not frauds. I thought, oh, she, watched, I thought she watched exclusively horror movies. <laughs> she's, Do some she's research. Softening. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say I about that before we, before we continue is like, is like I, I love the relatable stuff. I want it to be more like that, more, uh, more transparent. There's another one on there called Somebody Feed Phil. And it's yep. I've the seen guy. the ads for that, but I haven't Dude, watched it. He annoys the out of me just because everything he eats he does this big surprise look on his face he goes mm, oh my god that's delicious and it's like to me i don't know he's like i'm going to india and i'm going to london and i'm going here and every time he goes he goes yeah i've been here before i've done this before and then there was one where he was in italy and this is the fu- the straw that broke the camel's back for me right he's going into this restaurant that that specializes in balsamic vinaigrette he's okay. like I've got this one. It was age 15 years, and this one was age 25 years. And they show him tasting it, and he goes, and of course, I had to buy them both. I was like, okay, sure. I'm out of here, man. I've never been to a place and been able to be like, yo, I can buy all this stuff no matter what. I'm just going to buy this. I don't care what it tastes like. Right. But, you know, no, he tasted it. and Yeah, it's just... It's like the Simpsons thing and he where goes, they show the beer. <laughs> and he's talking about, you know, tourism and people on on uh, on cruises and how they ruin real tourism and it's not good for the country. And I'm like, yeah, those people can't afford a private plane to get out there. Jesus. So they go on a cruise because it's affordable. Yep. Can't we don't have the opportunity up. to say, hey, Netflix, I'm a producer for Everybody Loves Raymond. Send me to Singapore and pay for all my food. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. I'm just like, yeah, dude, sorry. I'm not buying it anymore. He goes, and my good friend, 
who's somebody extraordinarily famous who's hooking him up with all kinds of crazy food. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, F you, dude. Show me Maddie Matheson eating a catfish or something somewhere, man. I don't know. That, that's a little so you've, anyway. you've got me excited about the show and then immediately i don't want to watch it again <laughs> <laughs> and uh your ingredient problem jamie oliver five easy ingredients money i'm a yeah? big jamie oliver fan so bro. yeah yeah we I have cooked we're having, I love we're having his shows. pesto burgers tonight bro they're amazing oh. i fucking love them and everything is literally five easy ingredients and something that you will have around your house more than likely like maybe olive oil salt and pepper like that's what yeah. he does, you, and yeah. it's good. If you've cooked in in, in the United States, typically yeah. you've got olive oil and salt and pepper. Like uh, that's he literally it's five ingredients. That's oh, it that's for everything. Cool. See, I'm we've that's been doing HelloFresh, and that is great to me because everything comes packaged up, yeah. ready to go. You have all the ingredients in one box. Nice. It's and you awesome. cook it, or it's made already. Oh no, you cook it. Like basically, okay, so. Uh, what we're making tonight is mm -hmm. beef bulgogi bowls. It comes with a pounded ground bulgogi. Beef. Yes. Uh, jasmine rice, and then uh, cucumbers, carrots, sesame seeds, and then all the spices. So you yeah. cook it, but it's just everything's like packaged up and sent <laughs> over to you. Here's my wonderful wife speaking because you guys both said what you're having for dinner. She goes, oh, what are you I'm having? considering getting uh, a pizza and just making that. Or we can do chicken and macaroni with buffalo chicken mac again. So Ooh. what we did was we had these chicken tenders fresh mm -hmm. out of the fryer from Publix. Mm -hmm. And we just put some buffalo sauce on them and put them in mac and cheese. Yeah. A friend of ours turned it on to that. And we were like, yo, yo yeah. what are you that's doing? good stuff, man. Yeah. So uh, that's what we're doing. Oh, <laughs> Nice. Yeah, but no, I, I love Jamie Oliver. Like, those recipes, and mm -hmm. they're actually all pretty fucking good. All right, like, I'll I honestly haven't met, ate something that I was like, eh, I don't really care for it. And then there's things that we yeah. add stuff to, but it's literally five ingredients. That's cool. My wife loves it. I love that, man. Good for you, Jamie Oliver. <laughs> you deserve it. You do, man. I'm going to have to check that out. Pesto so I guess we're going to have to save the rest of this. Sure. For our food-based podcast, yeah, that, I'm, that we'll finally start. Yeah, for sure, our food-based podcast. It's definitely in the Can works. We make it a food and beer podcast because <laughs> he likes to drink. Uh, last one Stop was with me, Ryan. A, a video game that was announced. Mm? 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 Am I going to know what you're talking about? I don't know, but it is a kind of a remake, arcade beat 'em up style of an older game. Is it just so happens to be sitting out there in Rob's living room? Galaga? Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Shredder's Revenge. They even dropped a trailer for it. It looks so good. Does it really? Coming out on yes. PC, console, little side scroller. Got a little switch action on that let's one? Let's get four controllers, baby. Let's oh, rock and let's roll. Let's do it. You guys will have to decide uh, who you're going to be. Mikey's already taken. Mm. Sorry. Leonardo all day. Mm. Mm. There you go. Perfect. Guess I'm all raff. Oh, wow. Donatello in last place. Always. I always feel always. bad. Snake, I always man. feel so bad. for No, no. For any turtle that's picked last, right? It's like, oh, well, Leonardo. I don't want to pick Leonardo. He's the leader. That's not cool. Or somebody's like, uh. But you know who never gets picked last? Raff. Ever. <laughs> Somebody uh, always goes, Raphael. Oh, I want to be Raphael. Rob can be Donatello. <laughs> He's Rob a tech can guy. be whatever turtle he wants, except Michelangelo. Except for the three we picked. <laughs> yeah. You can be any of the other one turtles left. I want to be Slash. Should have been here, That would Rob. be pretty dope, actually. Mm -hmm. Slash is a bad man. Mm -hmm. Actually, I, I like Leatherhead, too. Ooh. Leatherhead was a yeah. bad yeah. badass. They have such iconic villains, right? Baxter mm -hmm. Stockman, Bebop, Rocksteady. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, they're all featured in the commercial. Nice. Oh, uh, and so it all is, back together. So is Mr. Shredder. Fun fact, when I go get my dogs, buy two new ones, Bebop and Rocksteady are going to be their names. Really? Yep. You're planning on two dogs at the same time? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. What oh. kind of craziness is that? Bro, I used to have three. I mean, come on. Did you buy them all together? No. A couple years apart. But who buys two dogs at the same time? This guy. Jesus, man. What, what kind of dogs are they? That I'm going to buy? Hypothetically. I don't know. I'm oh. Are you rescuing into, uh, or buying? People are going to be triggered, but I'm buying. That's No, we bought yeah. our dogs. Sounds pricey. Dogo and a Frenchie, more than likely. Nice. Dogo Argentino? Yeah. Well, there's your rock steady. Well, yeah. my parents are shopping for a Frenchie right now, and the cheapest one they found was about four grand. <laughs> uh, those are expensive dogs. Yes, yeah. they are. I say that because we own English Bulldogs. They're not cheap dogs. Uh, however, it, my bear boy, I'm sorry, Denny, but bear, 
mm-hmm. is the best dog I've ever owned in my life. Listen, he's, he's solid. He's a good boy. I got, I'm not gonna lie though, I love Denny more. Yeah, well, she's she's affectionate, she's unlike so myself. I got two seventy-five dollar junk dogs at my house. At a boy from the pound. There you <laughs> there you one of I love them dogs. Yeah, one of mine is adopted. What's not to love? The other one. I the bought. fact that they were seventy-five dollars is the first thing to start with. That's the first thing that you love, right? <laughs> no, but you know, no, all the dogs out there deserve love. I definitely yes. think uh, go uh, adopt, or if you want to buy one, buy one. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Give it a home. Your dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boat. Buy three at one time if you want. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buy three if you Never want. Never doing that uh, again. So uh, I think, wait, by the time this airs on the 19th, we get Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Have you seen all the promo trailers they've dropped recently? I stopped watching them because I'm like, I just want to save it. I just want to savor it. I'm a spoiler boy. I you know. know that. I've got to look s- at it. I stopped at the Super Bowl one. I'm like, that's uh, it. This the back and forth between uh, between those two is just outstanding. So, mm. I was honestly thinking about maybe not even watching this after the whole. Uh, oh, fucking relax! <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah, we're we're used to it at this point. Yeah, you've you've heard us too much already. Uh, okay, did we re- announce all the Bethesda properties? That are going to be joining uh, for things and stuff and stuff and things. Yeah, they've already come out with X uh, or twenty games that are be coming out on the Xbox from Bethesda. Uh, I don't that know is nepotism. Yeah, I don't care, dude. <laughs> Dishonored one and two is coming out on PlayStation, Xbox, and I don't know what this last one is. There's three icons. What are the icons? Oh, mobile. Wow. Coming out on PC, console, and mobile. So that's going to be... Coming out on everything dis- but PlayStation. Dishonored coming out on mobile and uh, all three platforms. Dishonored 2 coming out on all three platforms. All the Doom games in the entire series coming out on all three platforms. Nice. Uh, Fallout New Vegas going to just be on the consoles. Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Steel Dawn uh, are both going to be on all three consoles. A movie called, or a movie, a game called Prey that I've never seen is on all three. What? You've never heard of Prey? Nope, sure haven't. Wow. Rage 2 is going to be on all three. Uh, Morrowind and Oblivion, for all you Elder Scrolls fans out there, are both coming to PC and uh, Xbox. Uh, Same with Elder Scrolls Online. The Evil Within Mm. is coming out to all three. Wolfenstein is coming out to all three as well. The, the old, beat. the old blood. Oh wait, is that? Yeah, this is. These are all three. Looks like Wolfenstein properties. I could yeah, be wrong. All, the old blood. I don't know what that one is, but Wolfenstein Young Blood is coming out to that one as well. So were a lot I'll of these just never too, right? on Xbox before? Is that what this is? Some of the. Well, I know uh, Skyrim is definitely on. Yeah, Xbox. and Wolfenstein yeah, is Dishonored's on Xbox too, and Doom is on there as well. So is this like a weird? Like, why are they announcing that it's going to be on a system that it's already on? Because this is going to be the shit that you can get. They might be exclusive going going forward. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they have said some properties coming out from Bethesda will be Xbox only. That's got to be. That's got to be the plan. And if Elder Scrolls comes out with another game in the series, like when they came out with Skyrim, if they come out with a Skyrim-style game that's exclusive to Xbox, people will make the jump. That's just a fact. Damn you, Bill Gates. Damn you, William. William Gates. Um, I had another piece that I was talking about. Let's get into uh, a little bit of WandaVision, shall we? Now that the series is over. Let's dip our toes in. Let's uh, come up with some positives and some negatives because there were definitely there both. positives in that? Oh, Jesus. positive when the, when the credits roll. We're going to get into some spoiler territory as well if you haven't seen the entire uh, all series. All spoilers for all episodes. Yeah, some bigger things that have happened. If you've listened to episodes so far, I mean, we, we talk pretty freely yeah. about these shows. They may have hopped out at that point. but Yeah, but, you know, hey, this is your warning. Pause it. Go yeah. watch it. Come back. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. Come back. That's right. We'll so wait. Pause it. Go okay. watch the entire or series. Go sit in the living back. room like I did last week, covering <laughs> my ears. <laughs> and then I was like, "Man, I should just listen because there wasn't." So know. I know going into this, Ryan's gonna have a lot of hate for this because I can tell just by his. No, honestly, posture. I don't back have a vocal lot of about hate. it. I have things I didn't like about it, but I have a lot that I did like about it. more so 
than I did. Same. So where do we want to start with this? Do we want to do good, bad, and ugly? Do we want to do individual ideas? No, let's do let's do good, bad, and ugly. I okay. like that. Um, let's talk about the good first. Uh, the acting on this show. Very good. The main two Very characters. Uh, and some chops. Just how unique the entire series was. I loved it. That's it, one thing. It started super unique, and then it kind of it faded slowly into the the typical prototypical Marvel kind of thing towards the end. Yeah, kind of. But I loved the ride. Yeah, I did. Um, for sure, acting was definitely good, especially uh. The title characters. Those two are on top. Paul Bettany, Elizabeth Olsen, and Catherine Hahn. Just <laughs> Catherine Hahn. They're just fantastic. America's new love. There wasn't a big, uh, you know, presence in this show that I was like, I don't like this person. Yeah, I really don't dig this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely say that's good. The setup for future was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm trying to remember, it? Agent. Yeah. Agent Wu, he was so. oh amazing. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. That's where that's Randall seems, Park. That's where I don't like it is the future. You don't like uh the future of it, the future ideas? No. Okay. Uh let's get into the bad. What did you think was bad? I mm, I only have one real complaint about this show. Mm-hmm. That they teased us with the X-Men crossover and then took it away from us. That is, I would have rather seen if you're not going to make him an interdimensional, like a cross-dimensional. He's the actual uh, Quicksilver from the X-Men universe. Just make him Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, you should. He should have just been Aaron Taylor Johnson the whole time. Don't give us this false hope for a crossover and then take it away from us. Yeah, that is my only complaint about this uh, show. And they were yep. saying that oh, it wasn't a bait and switch. It, it wasn't meant to be that. And I'm like, well, it's kind of it what it feels like. They wanted that. <gasps> Yeah, moment. but it would have been which they got. Yeah, which they got because I remember everybody that I knew that watched that show as soon as that happened was like, oh my gosh, here we go. Because they gave us the impression that this was going to be a big, game changing series, which it wasn't. It was a little the, bit. He was the guy who played Quicksilver on the X Men. Yes. Okay, that's why he looked familiar. Yes. So that was the idea. It's like, oh, my God, it's the guy from the X-Men universe. The mutants are here, and there's an intimate dimensional door, and all these people, everybody, including myself, like our minds just opened with all the possibilities of it all, but it was nothing. It was um, Ralph Boner. What's his name? (laughs) Ralph Boner. And I'm like, oh, they're just kind of giving us the middle finger and a chuckle with the name Ralph Boner. Yeah. So that was my only complaint because – don't tell us, don't give us the impression that mutants are here when they're not. See, mine kind of goes a little further than that, too. Is my complaint is uh, them showing her parents mm-hmm. and then one of them not being Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. So it kind of. Well, it, I don't think that was ever going to happen. Damns my dreams. Agreed. Yeah. But, I mean, then how do you have the skull? Why do you even carry this? Like, to be quite honest, I don't think I really even care too much more about what happens next in the MCU. Like the only thing I'm looking forward to now is Spider Man. Well, you're also somebody who didn't like Endgame or uh, Infinity War. Trash. I loved Infinity War. I didn't like Endgame. Uh, Endgame well, was trash. I mean, hey, everybody. My, in my opinion. opinion. <laughs> yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, and and that's fine. You're entitled to that. But but uh, I think this the 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 season finale had all good, bad, and ugly. Yeah, it was a real roller coaster ride. Because we talked about it beforehand, and it kind of played out the way I was hoping it wasn't, but had a feeling it was going to because of it's the safe Marvel way to go. Yeah. It was two guys in the sky shooting each other with the same exact powers, and there was two people on the ground shooting each other with the same exact same powers. Same exact powers. So it's just like, oh, this is just that prototypical. Because the show was so different to start off with, and then it ended in that, you know, that, Marvel planned out exact blueprint that and they use for everything. My my challenge with it was at the end, what did what did the series accomplish? Nothing. See, there it goes. That's kind of why. Here's the thing. Nothing, nothing changed. Well, a very small thing changed. Yeah. And that was Pe- it. People were upset with Wanda, but what I kind of gathered myself is what are you going to do about it? Yeah. You're mad at Wanda. Okay. Now what? See, 
No, okay. I felt like so it went she, on for no reason. So she kept this whole town hostage for all that time for like two weeks, which I think it was the span of the show it was about two weeks. And she just walked away. And Monica Rambeau is just like, they'll never know what you gave up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't fucking matter because you held them hostage. Uh, so yeah. why is so they should have just went full bad guy with Wanda. I want to see Wanda as the next big bad in the universe because she unlocks all these powers. And see, but they won't have the balls to do it. Yeah, and Agatha Harkness is actually a mentor to her who teaches yeah. her. So yeah. instead of the duel, if they would have done something different there where she kind of takes her under her wing and is like, hey, I'm going to show you some things, might have liked that a little better. Yeah. Versus the let's have that. Which I think that might be fight. where it's going. She's going to kind of pull her out as a mentor when she needs her, like unsnap her and then snap her back in. I don't think she's going to snap her back in. You don't think I so? think she's going to embrace maybe that mentor role. But I do think Wanda has realized how truly powerful she really is. Yeah. And, and I, I love it. think she is going to be a forced to be reckoned with. But before we do that, let's and we do our little overall comments. Let's mm -hmm. get into the ugly. What did you think was ugly about this series? I kind of covered all of it in the bad. I mean, yeah. there was nothing real ugly about this show. To me, Darcy's story arc was ugly. Yeah, I, I love that her. she was there. Thought she was great. Happy she was there. She goes into the the uh the hex mm -hmm. and then all she does is get in the the bus and run into the director at the end how she just happened to be there and wow. happened to know he was in that truck i'm just like ah, this is a little ham-handed for me i'm yeah. happy to see cat dennings back in this universe me too me too put I her in Kat. some put her in some secret uh invasion which they have coming up with nick fury Put her in that. There yep. are some rumors that COVID-19 is a reason why she was kind of abruptly cut out of that. Ah, uh, okay. So it could have been her own personal wants and needs that kind of interfered with all that. Yeah. But, I mean, how much of a big of a part would she really have had in that? I mean, Eight. I think it was proportionate. I'm glad Seriously. she's back because she was in 1 and 2, uh, Thor 1, Thor 2, and then yeah. just disappeared. And I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks that character was just cut loose, especially since we watched, uh, I've watched... Um, Thor the Dark World recently, and I'm like, I hate mm. that this is just where it left off. Like, she yeah. never came back. She didn't I, come back, and it made me sad, too, because I loved her in Two Broke Girls. So ever since then, she's been, like, uh, one of my actresses that I actually like to watch and things. And but, while I did love Agatha Harkness, like, the way she was introduced in comics, like, it gave me so much hope for things that could come. Because the way she was introduced in comics originally was she was the babysitter and the caregiver for Franklin Richards, the son of... Of the Fantastic Four. Right. So Reed it's like. Sue Storm. So you're like, um, can there be some sort of connection here or something? And then it was, then she moved on to become the mentor of the Star Scarlet Witch, which we saw a little bit of, but she kind of pulled it out of her without wanting to. And right. And then it just kind of, she right. didn't really do much else. So I'm hoping for a lot of these characters, this is just the beginning of their inclusion in the universe. And there was that wonderful tease at the very end. When they showed WandaVision kind of in a Stephen Strange-esque Yeah, the pose, astral pro uh, they projection. they show her out there, you know, uh, living her life, making herself a little tea. And then they show her on that little astral plane reading that book, mm -hmm. which is giving her all sorts of about, crazy yeah. knowledge. Yeah. That book and, is the, uh, the de what is it? The Death, Death? I can tell you. Something, I can't remember the name of it. It is the Death Something. No, it's not. I'm kidding. It is. It's it is called The Dark Hold. Dark Hold. That's what it is. And that book has all the magic spells that she needs to know. And she is going to get it. And she knows a lot now. Yep. And and that's a lot of the reason why they think she's going to be a villain going and forward. In my perfect world, she's the villain in the next Doctor Strange movie where she's just tearing apart the fabric of reality trying to bring back her kids. Yeah, and and and, and Doctor Strange is like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> well, can't be doing that. They also do make that comment that she is stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. They said mm -hmm. it for a reason. They said it, and it's like so. There's your bad guy. He's Please. going to he's going to have to try to contend with her while I think still trying to redeem her. Even though, if you look at the way Doctor Strange has been, he doesn't care about other people. All he cared about was the time stone. Mm -hmm. And now 
That's not in play anymore. So now what? Is it? I don't think it is. That was his sole purpose. Protect the time stone. Yeah. Well, he has it back now. No, he doesn't. He doesn't? No. Because Captain America went back in time and put everything where it needs to be. To a different reality. Remember the discussion where they say if you go back and change the past, that doesn't change your future. Mm. So those stones are in alternative timelines now. Not with Stephen Strange. Mm. Because if you look at the end, Doctor Strange is on that plane, and that stone goes to an alternative timeline. Are you sure about that? I am sure about because that. Because then where do you go with Doctor Strange? He's just a dude with firecracker karate. Well, now he's <laughs> going to... Uh, he does say he's he's the guardian of the planet. And that that realm, or whatever you want to call it. So I think he takes much more of a mystical defense, kind of a BPRD kind of role. I guess, but it just doesn't have that same oomph without a Infinity, Infinity Stone. Stone. Exactly. Yeah, but that also adds a lot more elements to it. He yeah. can go any direction he wants. So now, obviously, I think his mm. big his big thing is going to be Baron Mordo. Yeah, and fighting him off. And there's rumors that Agatha was working with Baron Mordo the whole time. That's what I was hoping was going to be the big reveal. But the more and more, like we had that conversation, and the more and more I thought about it, I'm like, nobody else is getting revealed here. Mm-hmm. I I want Mephisto. I want Mordo. I want somebody. But it's too late in the game. This right. is just going to be a show off, and Wanda's going to win, and that's going to be it. And she won in dominating fashion, I mm-hmm. felt. Oh, yeah. I really loved her little rope-a-dope there at the end. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great way to finish off Agatha and not kill her and say, all right, I know where to find you. I'm going to put this hex on you, and this is what you're going to think, and that's pretty much it. And I'll come back and find you when I need you. And she wouldn't have said that if it wasn't going to set up her needing yeah. her at some She's point. She's not going to say, I'm going to come back when I need you and then just never go back. Right. Marvel has too much foresight to kind of set up something like that. Right. So let me ask you boys something here. We'll yeah, start with you, Ryan. You ask me. What was your favorite decade? What was your favorite show portrayal in the season? Uh, to be quite honest, I didn't care for any of the old stuff. What? I'm not a fan. What about of even old... the newer stuff? Because they came up to current day. Did you? Is there anything? I didn't left? even know what that was. Whatever current day was supposed to be. Whatever. Malcolm in the Middle. There was Malcolm in the Middle and Modern Family. Yep. Was it Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah, yeah that's, the song that was the Halloween one. Okay. That was my favorite one. Was the Malcolm in the Middle one? I was gonna say I thought that's what it was, but the song was different. So. Yeah. Well, they. I don't think they have the rights to the song, but. Right. Yeah, but they the had the same font. Now. That's for sure. Yeah. So that's what I, I was like. Is that Malcolm in the Middle? I, I think so, but. Mm. My it's not favorite the same song. I don't know. One was probably the '50s, the first one that they did. Yeah, I thought that was, that really was a lot too. of fun to see them in those different arcs. But to see, um, my favorite era was when he touched that guy, and he's like, "He's hurting us, man. Let us go, please." Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, this is intense." On that last episode, when she's like, "Wanda, can you let my little girl out of her room?" Please. I'm like, "Oh my god." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are that consequences really did a good to job this. of painting her as a villain. Just embrace it, Marvel. No, but, you know, not all villains. I mean, think about it. Loki was a villain. He's a yeah. fan favorite. Yeah. We can bring him back. Around. We can bring her back around eventually. She's going yeah. to have Let a her nice, unleash hell for a little bit. Nice, long. Well, at the end, in that time where she's in that little astral Indian style, you know, seat, you hear the children. Mm-hmm. So there's rumors that Mephisto has the children now. And that she's trying to find a way to get her children back somehow. She didn't have to go to the hell dimension. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I don't know why you guys got your hopes up. It's not going to happen. I know. It's going to end up being like, oh, they're going to crush you with something back. dumb. And that's it. That's honestly why after this, I don't even care about the MCU. I have no I, hope. Well, you're going to be bored on the podcast. We're going to be talking about it. I mean, don't get bit. me wrong. I will watch and still do things. But to me, it's just like. <laughs> but I'm not going to like it. Yeah. Okay. I, I just don't. I'm not excited anymore. So, okay. Like, you had a bunch of opportunities to do something great with this to kind of, as it was supposed to shape the MCU. Yeah. If this is what the MCU is, it's flat for me. Well, here's the thing, too. Marvel's very good at constraining themselves so they don't give away too much too fast. Whereas DC is just like, here's everything you like from the comics. 
Where? But I mean, you left a lot of setup, like I said on the table. Like you left Magneto, like not being a thing. Well, well, you, you know, you never know that because she now in this multiverse, which I know everybody's putting a lot of eggs in this basket. There's an opportunity where she can go to a multiverse and see a Magneto as her father, a fully fleshed Magneto. And does Magneto need to be your father in this story? I don't think so. I, I, I don't think they're they're really worried about that because look at what they did with Hela. She's supposed to be Loki's daughter. Yeah, and in this, she's she's Thor's sister. Of all the things That's, that are like I said, okay. the way they take the MCU and just yeah, make but it whatever I want it. Honestly, uh, yeah, of all the things that are cool about Magneto, being Scarlet Witch's dad is probably the last thing on the list for me. That's true. So you make him cool in all those ten other ways. Right, I'm good with that. I Personally, mean, that that in that scenario, which I, I think you're absolutely right, you're playing it up as the biggest coolest part about Magneto is him meeting Scarlet Witch and knowing he's her father. There's so much more. But so I'm much just not even saying necessarily that, but that makes a good introduction of the X-Men. Like you said, everyone's upset with her at the end of that, too. Just like in the time where mutants, no one likes mutants. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she's supposed to be a mutant rather than a witch that was, you know, uh, experimented on by Hydra. I mean, there's a... For me, there's a lot more that could have went well, on. But well, they're I mean, also trying to correct because they didn't have the rights to mutants, mutants when she was introduced. And, and I get that. I understand. That's what I'm saying. So they have to pivot. That's what I'm saying is this was a bit of a perfect opportunity to kind of merge some of that in there. But see, that that's the, the other point, though, is that, you know, to Mark's point, you don't want the same exact comic page just put in front of you in movie form. That's boring. So they want to keep us guessing. They want to have us see how these stories develop and not be reading a book we've already read. They want us to see something that's going to surprise us and take us in new directions. It's taken me a long time to want to embrace that, especially when it comes to Thor Ragnarok, as we've talked about at exhaustion yeah. on this. I hated it because I was like, Ragnarok is so cool, man. But at the same time, they've had some other moments that I didn't see coming that I really appreciated yeah. because I didn't see them coming. Yeah, I'm glad Infinity War wasn't a direct... Yeah. Um, adaptation because I would have seen every single thing coming and I love the comic version of it and I love the movie version of it so it's two things that I love in different ways I just I know there's got to be this grand plan for X-Men we may not see it for 10 years but it's going to be good when it happens see it for me that's that's too long like I know but we got a lot of other stuff to get to first we got Fantastic Four stuff we have all this alternate dimension stuff that we can get into yeah, there, there are things coming. We have all the defenders back. Who are the so, defenders? Uh, Daredevil, Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. See, I give a shit about nothing. Iron Man, Daredevil. You don't like Daredevil, man? Punisher. I, I don't know. John Barenthal, Punisher. Yeah. Uh, Punisher. Let's see. I could get down with the Punisher. Here's the thing: but uh, the, those characters, whether you care about them coming in or not. I mean, I get, I get it. I'm not. They're the icons, most important man. In the world, yeah. So. There are some people out there that saw that they might get a true blue Iron Fist and Luke Cage partnership mm -hmm. and lost Loved their it. shit. Yeah. So, and who's to say we don't watch it and feel the same way? Yeah. I didn't think Charlie Cox was going to be worth a damn as Daredevil. I was like, eh, I don't really care. Mm -hmm. And I was so happy to be proven 100% wrong. I thought. Same thing with. Um, Jessica Jones. Yeah, I'm like, also oh. talking two different worlds now, too. Yeah, though. but I'm like, oh, the the girl that's on that sitcom that I don't watch, the B yeah. in Apartment 23, mm -hmm. I'm like, why is she a superhero? Yeah. I love that show. Like, yeah. I love the first Jessica season of Jessica Jones. Jones. Season one, yeah. to me, was on par with any of the Defender seasons. Mm -hmm. See, I mean, that's different, though, when there's a season based on one specific person yeah. versus this whole MCU. Like, yeah. if... The WandaVision would have been a two and a half hour, three hour movie. To me, it would have been trash. And that's kind of because I watched them in succession. That's almost kind of how it felt with sitting through like a movie that I didn't care for at all. See, that's the thing, too. You you gunshotted this like six hours of WandaVision. Actually, it was only like two and a half. I think I had what the. Because they're like 30, 40 yeah, minutes. Yeah, about a piece. 30, 40 minutes a piece. So. Yeah. Last About, one was 50 minutes. Yeah, so it was like maybe three hours or so. Yeah. I think the whole Sunday series afternoon. together is probably four hours. Exactly. So, and I had already watched the first hour of it. So it just seemed to me almost like a really long movie. Yeah. But yeah. like I said, a really. Yeah. But I think the anticipation movie. added to a lot of the enjoyment for me too. Same. The week to week stuff. Same. See, if but I were to watch this week to week, I don't think I would have enjoyed it. I think I would have. Really? Came to, it would have got around to the point where uh, probably episode five or six, and I'd be like, I don't care anymore. 
So we're talking about the future of the MCU and you not being excited. Were you a fan of um, Winter Soldier? A little bit. A little. That's my probably my favorite MCU movie. Really? I am. I mean, when he was the Winter Soldier, you know, and he had the thing going, let's just kill shit. I liked him. (laughs) But then Then they added some depth to character. Don't give him some character "Eh." development. (laughs) Don't don't make him a bad guy. Just make him a fucking killing machine. And I'm all about it. Well, because we're two weeks away from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is going to be a grounded espionage buddy cop kind of thing. I'm really excited for it. You are not excited for it whatsoever? I don't really care too much for the Falcon. I've already stated that before. I mean... Anthony Mackie is the most likable man in Hollywood. But he's, he's cool. I do like Anthony Mackie. I'm just... He flies around Are you in a like jetpack, Falcon's bro. lame? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they didn't give him real powers. He flies around in a jetpack, bro. You well, know they also mean? gave him that military expertise. And the yeah. only thing he doesn't have that Captain America has is the super soldier serum. Exactly. He's Which, got the tactical mind. Do you think he's, they'll find a way to get him something like that to make him a little bit more interesting and more of a threat? I, well, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the Put thing. it this way. I'd, Could Anthony Mackie, as the Falcon, just jump out of a helicopter and be like, did he just jump without a shoot? Yes, he did. Yeah, he can. He's got the thing on his back. Without flying. <laughs> That's my point. Is So, so okay. Okay. So, this is my question to you. Which heroes are more appealing to you? The ones that have the superheroes and can kick somebody through a wall and jump 50 feet? Or some that are going in knowing there's a real cost see, on the line? See, here's the thing, though. Is that you and I both know that those basic people, they're never going to really kill. Hawkeye probably should have been dead way long time ago. Oh, he don't die. You know soon. what I mean? Like, like it's coming. That's what I'm saying. Is like the normal person who's a normal person. I respect it, but if you're true to Hawkeye, that's not true. They're not gonna. He lives let... through a lot of stuff. He's exactly. Like a well, yeah. See, and that's the thing is like they're those are the people that you're kind of like. All right, this person's not gonna. Not See, gonna I die. like the underdog. So there really is no Same. threat. I mean, threat of them dying there because nine times out of ten, we all know you're not gonna kill off that character. But you, but there's always that chance that opportunity that's one of the things i love about hawkeyes yeah sure he 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 may not have the powers like captain marvel that could fly through thanos's spaceship and destroy it but when you look at some of the major comic story arcs like old man logan where the world has been taken over who's still alive hawkeye Mm -hmm. in the ultimate ultron where he's taken over the world who's the one hero still alive messing with him because he's unpredictable see just like i you're talking about comic books versus what the mcu is going to do but they're not i mean i watch a superhero movie to see superheroes who got buried underneath that building and still came out with the infinity gauntlet it's true hawkeye but (laughs) like see and then my point is he's not going to die so there is not like there isn't uh but i look at like a captain of marvel who can in the MCU, who can fly through anything, who can beat anybody, who can do anything, who can recover from anything. And I'm like, that's not interesting. Because she just shows up, flies through a spaceship. Hey, guys, I got this. Here you go. Boom, boom. There you go. Okay, thank you. Bye. Yeah. Same reason I'm not a Superman fan. But Why I'm be, a Batman fan over a Superman fan. Because Superman just comes in. He can do anything he wants. Boom, boom, boom. He's done. But let's be honest. Batman's I mean, an uphill battle. And yeah. that whole last series, no one was really fucking up anybody until Thanos snapped them all away. You know what I mean? So there was. Well, yeah, but then when they went to undo it, Captain Marvel shows up and starts tearing ass. Well, that's my point is that none of those superheroes in the entire movie like were really getting got. You know what I mean? Because it was an uphill battle. That, what do you, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm lost here a little bit. Are we talking about the first fight with Iron Man, the Guardians and Spider-Man and Doctor Strange against Thanos? No, I'm just I'm saying pretty much in general, like. He's saying he doesn't like to watch them because they're boring. Thanos was the only threat that they had. You know what I mean? So that fight was interesting, and I get that. But when he snapped them all away, that's all it took. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't... Yeah, because he's the more powerful being. More powerful being. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Think of Infinity War. Think of that fight where it's Spider-Man, Peter Quill, Iron Man. Drax. Drax. And they're all trying to take down Thanos. That's a super interesting fight to me because they're all trying to like choreograph how to get this thing off of his arm. And I think that's interesting because they because Captain Marvel can just come in, fucking shoot through him, take it off him, blah, 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 you're done. And this is another part about that is that you know that your team, that the, the namesake of this entire series is not together. And that if there is a chance, it's with Cap, Thor, 
Hulk, Iron Man, all the big hitters. Maybe that's a fight, but there's been that engagement set up by four or five movies at this point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Thanos is the big bad. You need the whole team. You need a Thor in that fight. Mm-hmm. If you don't have one, your chances of winning are exactly what they were. And it was everything that all these super powerful guys threw at him. He was able to use the gauntlet and his own abilities mm-hmm. to just push right through. And that gives a sense of hopelessness that you never have in the Avengers movies. In Age of Ultron, they've always got a dog in the fight. They've got a plan. They know what they're going to do. They're going to show up to Sokovia. Not only are they going to stop the falling continent, but they're going to beat the army of Ultrons. Mm-hmm. And they're going into New York. They're finally going to come together. They're all there. They go to New York. They call out the plan. They execute it. And the only real threat that's hurting them is the World Security Council sending that nuke to New York. That's the big, big threat, other mm-hmm. than the fact that they've come together and start tearing ass through all these aliens. And in Infinity War, that's the different part. They've always had an answer. They've always had something they can do. And then you see the most powerful Avenger at the very beginning on his back, knocked out, taken care of, being so dragged around and being that. told, hey, man, I know what it's like to get your ass whooped. And you're like, oh, my God, that's Thor. And not only that, then you say, God, if Thor is beat up, who could take him? The Hulk. Who shows up? The Hulk. And he gets absolutely roundhouse fucking MMA so the- <laughs> bad that he doesn't even want to come out anymore. But see, and that's where I kind of where the MCU takes their liberties because well, that's not really a liberty to me because Hulk oh, and Banner don't get along. And Hulk's point of view there is no. Well, I mean, you either I'm want me out, and I'm out. Just wipe the floor with them; it wouldn't happen. It does happen. I think it would happen. I thought there was two people that especially Thanos if he has a power stone. One was the Hulk, and the other one was well. So you're right, but you're talking about a differently evolved Hulk. You're talking about a world breaker Hulk that's it, gone through quite a bit. This is fair. kind of a brand new Hulk. Yeah. And this is one where they're not on the same page. Hulk hasn't really had a time to show that true power where he really can exert himself and have that moment where he gets stronger and bigger. And then the next time we see him, he's Professor Hulk. But um, Another thing I hate about that. but But see, that's another thing that I wanted to talk about is like Hulk is one dimensional. He turns green. He gets angry. He fights. Hulk smash. After a while, that's boring. Because yeah. you know what's going to happen. Sure, it might look cool on the screen. There might be a pretty cool CGI fight. But one of your biggest Avengers has never had really good solo success because you know he's going to turn green, he's going to get huge, and he's going to fight. Now, he can talk. He's articulate. I love that. He's smart. He's interact. He's wearing shirts, for God's sakes, as he says in the movie. I, I like to see that different side of it. I want to see where that character can go because now to me, what's to say that Hulk body is there, but what's to say that Hulk persona doesn't come back and there's a struggle there. Then you'll see that world breaker Hulk. See, that's, that's when things start getting interesting. Like I said, that's so far down the line. There's no Joe fix it. There's no yeah. Hulk and we're, Bruce we're looking at the long game. Finally yeah. split. Like you there's do a 10 lot more interesting years of Hulk. with the Hulk. But, yeah. Well, that, but, that's yeah. the thing. Is that's there... the thing. You want it all now, but yeah. you're like, I don't necessarily oh, want it all well. now. I just, I think they did some things too quickly. And then some things let's, let's, let's be completely honest. The MCU, a lot of it was rushed because people didn't want to do it anymore. Mm. Like who? Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. But he also was, was mm-hmm. looking at the full playbook and said, okay, when we get here to end game, I'll be done. They don't rush production on it because he can see the end of the tunnel. He's also said, probably teasing in, in a couple interviews, that he wouldn't mind coming back. See, don't do it. That's not what I've heard. I heard it was, that was one of the reasons why. I mean, he did it for 10 years. The way ha- right. And he's, exactly. still, he's still in every interview is happy to talk about it. Yeah. He's been in. He, I mean, shoot, he was even in the chef show talking about Marvel and talking about stuff like that. Well, see, like what we were talking about earlier is, is my biggest concern for um, Justice League that's coming out next week, which I'm sure oh, we're going to talk about. But wait, I, is, I, are all seven parts coming out next yes. week? Yes. Okay, so what was what happened was they were going to release six parts as a miniseries, mm. and then the lawyers went, wait a minute, that violates all the actors' contracts. 
So if you release it as a miniseries, we have to pay them as if it's a miniseries. And they went, oh, never mind. It's, it's going to be a movie. movie. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Just a really, really, really long movie. That's awesome. Thank so, you, lawyers. So what's going to happen is I guarantee at some point Cyborg, Aquaman, Flash, Batman, and Wonder Woman are getting their ass kicked. And then Superman's going to show up out of nowhere and just hope beat wrong. that guy's ass. I hope you're wrong. And it's going to be like, well, you don't, You obviously don't need the other five people if Superman just shows up at the end yeah. and defeats the villain by yeah. himself. Which, which is, is why, what DC's See, now that's why at. I hate DC. Like, but, but, but see, that's Superman true to Superman. You don't like Hulk because he was doing something different. But Superman was true to Superman. Well, no, he didn't I mean, like I that either. I mean, I understand what he's saying, but like Superman is, unless you got kryptonite in your pocket, anybody, but, like you can't beat Superman. But th that's the thing. Like if you can't beat him, then it's not interesting because exactly. there's no implied um, danger. There's no doom. There's no. Yeah. It's just like, oh, if you're seeing a fight with those five people and you're like, oh, Superman's going to show up and just save the day. Yeah, and but it I'm happens saying, nine out of ten times. There's big bads that are stronger than a lot of the things in Marvel Universe and a lot of those characters that yeah. and they that's, can take and on. And they are still mm -hmm. set up to show up. And, and I think a lot it's of them. that Marvel's playing the long game. Yeah. We got 20, 30 more years of this stuff, at yep. least. Yep. Yeah. So we, we'll have a whole decade of x And Chris stuff. Hemsworth has already said, I want to play Thor as long as you'll let me. <laughs> Old man Thor. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be yeah. awesome. We have a whole the slew of Chris Hemsworth Deadpool is shit. now... Odin. De Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds being the highest paid actor in the MCU. You know there's a decade coming out of that. And we got three, four more Deadpool movies coming out. We've got more Deadpool movies. We've got X-Men. We've got Fantastic Four. Mm. We've got Bring another... Alba. No, that's not going to happen. It's going to be John Krasinski and his wife. Oh, please. God, you bring, yes, you please. bring back Jessica Alba. Bring her back as like an attorney. Yeah. Not... Sue Storm. She's invisible, so you can't tell. There you go. Yeah. She'll be there. Just make her get naked and spirit. So she can get and oh, gosh. This guy. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for listening, everybody. That was another informative episode of Alter Ego Podcast. Was it? Check us out wherever the hell you want to. Because we love you. It's a podcast, whatever. I don't know. <laughs>